say it again. Talk to me, baby. Háblame de seguros. I'm Vera Egli. Y yo, Itzel Hinkek. Y juntas somos Talk Insurance to Me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Insurance to Me. As you know, our goal is to shine the light of the awesome California insurance industry and the people within it. This time around, we're doing the episode a little bit differently than normal. Usually we have people on here that we highlight, but given that it's Women's History Month, we thought, why not talk to two women sitting right in front of us? <laughs> so yeah, welcome Itzel. <laughs> welcome Vida. And Thank another you. <laughs> big difference and is that we usually have coffee on water and water to make it more fun and relaxing today we have wine yay cheers cheers so vira you know i have known you for we have known each other for how long have you know. ever think about that no i think it feels like since we were kids <laughs> but i think it's actually only been a couple of years right yeah but you know I, how they say like you find a kindred, a kindred spirit in another person. So yeah, I feel like I've known you pretty much my whole life. I know it's super, it's super funny mm -hmm. because I remember uh, then when they uh, announced that, you know, that the BIG will have a woman as a president, I was like super curious. I was like, oh my God, I need to know her. And then uh, when, you know, I, they said, okay, this is Vera. And I'm like, I don't know her. How come I don't know her? I know. And you know, it's super funny <laughs> because I know you're that for so long. For, for so long. <laughs> <laughs> you always tell me, oh yeah, my my daughter and my son are marketing reps. And I'm like, ah, and where are they? Where are they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's hilarious. So my dad has been an insurance agent for a million years. And he's had a number of Alliance reps back when you used to work there come yes. through, right? Um, yeah. But I have to say, not just because you're my friend, you are his favorite. He's like, it's una de las mías, you know? Like, it's just like, yeah, you just know how to talk to people on a level that's like, look, let's cut through the bullshit. Let's be cool. This is how it is. What can I do to make it better? And that's what he, he likes. He likes people that are just very direct without being condescending. You know, I think all the agents really like that about you. Thank so. you. Thank you. Yeah. And I think one of the things that people like about you is that, oh, the, the, the thing that make me really, really attracted to you uh, is that I feel like you are a very, very genuine person. Oh, thank genuina, you. Genuina, genuina, real. <laughs> yeah. The real deal. The real the deal. The real deal. I think that... Um, <laughs> As I've gotten older, I've always really been myself. There was a little bit in the mid-20s where I was kind of like, who am I, you know? <laughs> but I think in terms of being genuine, I just, I as much as I try to be cool or be something I just can't I'm like this is what this is what you get <laughs> this is you it also, and you also have like a lot of peace when you conduct yourself it's like in a nice I feel like tranquility I don't oh. feel like a rush or you know um, I don't know it's like again peace so wow. where do you think that comes from um that is, first of all, thank you. That's a really nice, I'll take it as a compliment. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's also a sense of just knowing who I am is where it comes from. And also finally, ex just accepting, you know, this is where I am in life and all the good things that have come, I deserve them. And all the things that are sometimes not so great, that's okay. You get over it. I don't know. I, a long time ago, I read um, a book by my father-in-law 
um, that in it, it said the world is what you make of it. And that's where I was like, I always want to make a beautiful world for myself, right? So yeah, that's kind of what I focus on. I know it sounds really zen, but that's, you know, that's how I-, I That's you. Every day. Because yeah. that's how I felt you, like zen. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to like piss me off. Like I'll be like, ah, but really, I'm not, I'm like faking the anger. <laughs> like, I don't really get mad. <laughs> I wish I know what faking anger feels like. <laughs> I've heard you yell. <laughs> you guys, there are other marketing reps and agents that are like, I don't want to tell to yell at me. So whatever I have to do, I'll do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> so before we like, um, even get into I mean we started this podcast um kind of like as a result of the pandemic because we were like wouldn't it be great like Itzel and I really hit it off because we were talking about how we just want agents to rally and get together and get and even marketing reps everyone in the insurance industry to like get rid of competitive you know mindset and just focus on like how can we make this industry better right and I think that's really what brought us together um but I kind of don't remember how you got into insurance because you've been in it a while too so remind me yeah way too long longer than I would like to admit <laughs> actually <laughs> to be completely honest you know I started insurance because uh, basically I answered an uh, I needed a job I was 23 I just came to this country I didn't know how to speak very well English still don't <laughs> And you don't have to, because it's okay. I always tell everyone, I don't care if you have the world's thickest accent. Like, if you've got something to say, you got to say it, right? So, yes, yeah. definitely. I, I, su I support that comment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I was looking for a job, but I really wanted a job that I was close to home because I didn't have a car. Mm -hmm. So I uh, respond to this ad for this agency, and I start working there. They hire, hire me on the spot, actually. Uh, and you didn't they, have any insurance experience before No, that. not at all. No, but I was actually not hired as an insurance person. I was hired for, you know, do the uh, file, file clerk, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, perfect. This is not a job where I have to speak. <laughs> and I will just be, you know, filing all, uh, all the documents for, for yeah. the, the clients. So it was a good job for like a couple of months but then I discovered that you know I was used I was pulled into translating coverages and stuff and I started learning and some of the things that really characterize me is that I am always always uh, hungry for knowledge mm -hmm. so at that time you know no kids nothing else to do I start you know reading the contracts I start getting uh, familiarized with the uh, with insurance lingo and, you know, practices and all that stuff. And then actually one of my coworkers told me, you should, you should do your test. And then I have another coworker that told me, oh no, you're never going to pass. <laughs> because yeah. apparently it was very difficult. And, you know, yeah. again, I didn't, I came to this country when I was 20 something yeah. and I didn't know any English. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, I knew, you know, hello, how are you? <laughs> yeah. What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> to get by and you're every to get day. by yeah. yes but somehow uh I remember I studied my butt off for that test mm -hmm. and especially because I didn't have that much money and it, it cost it cost a lot I mean yeah it wasn't cheap 
Yeah. And I knew that I had to pass it because then I had, when if, if I had to repeat it, I had to pay again. So I was like, yeah. oh no, I need to do it. I need to do it. So I just went with my instinct and, and then I That's passed so cool. the test. And from there, I just started, you know. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of people, like my mom has her insurance license as well. She's mm-hmm. never actually sold a single policy because she has driving and traffic schools. Okay. But um, she she has it. And people, when she passed it, were like, you passed it? Yes. And she oh my was God, like, yeah. yeah, because at the time she also didn't speak great English. And she's like, and they're like, you paid somebody to take it for you. Right. And she's like, first of all, that's illegal. And second yeah. of all, you know, F you for thinking that I can't pass it myself. You know, well, I mean, first of all, it was impossible. I don't yeah. remember. I was very intimidated when mm-hmm. I went into that test because they basically ran my, my, you know, my, um, well, yeah, they do background check, background they do check and everything. Fingerprints. They were comp- yeah. They were comparing my picture mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, it's me. Well, they actually compared the picture. That's yes. pretty intense. Yeah, it was. It was intense. It was intense. And and yeah, from there I started being an agent, and I really love the insurance industry. I love yeah. all the people within it. I really love it. And I guess that's why I'm here today because yeah. that's that's what we want to do. We want to want to improve it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I think I at some point I used to be a little bit like embarrassed to say I was in insurance. Oh, yeah. You know, like. Because of the stigma, right? Or even to say that you're in sales, people yes. would be like, oh, you're a salesperson. And now yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm a salesperson and I happen to be in insurance. Like, I love it. And I don't know, I think it also is just self-esteem, confidence. As soon as you get to a certain age, you're just like, you know what? Do you pay my bills? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you can't, like, you stop caring what other people think, but as soon as I really started embracing, because having my insurance license has literally helped me get every single job I've ever had. Yeah. Because it's like something to have in your back pocket. And then suddenly you realize you can make a career out of it. And your life changes. You just have to embrace it, right? You meet so many incredible people. Mm-hmm. Um, people really surprise you in this industry. And I think if you stop thinking of it as like some boring old thing that your aunt does, you know, yeah. you start to realize like that aunt probably has tons of residuals coming in because she's been doing it for so long and yes. she's not worried about, you know, this or that she's handling her business and she probably has her kids coming in and they're going to take it next level. Right. So yep. I think, yeah, I think it's really cool. And I also think, that um because I come from an insurance family so mm-hmm. my cousin my uncle my mom's license my dad has the insurance agency um when my brother and I were were younger we we were like we're not gonna get into insurance That's ridiculous <laughs> like no. even though we were forced to work there in the summer times right yeah or on the weekends but as you get older like you just start to realize that there's just the immense opportunities that are there are incredible. I mean, there's regulation knowledge, there's um, everyday life knowledge that you learn about, you know, what happens if XYZ takes place? What are you going to do? You're going to come out of pocket. Like there's just so many things that insurance touches in your daily life that um, we, we kind of all ended up like my younger brothers are, are, are like tinkering with the idea. You know, they're, they went more in the medical field, but one of them's like, I kind of dig what you guys are doing. I didn't know you were taking it next level, you know? So yeah. Yeah. exactly no and like you said it you know the words what you make out of it mm-hmm. is what, what you make it out of it and for me even though you know like you said it's the stigma of being just a heartless self-person 
On the contrary, I see that's a very way to, uh, a nice way to educate people in all kinds of levels. You educate your coworkers if you know a little bit more than them, or they educate you. Mm -hmm. uh, you educate uh, the agents, in my case, uh, or they educate me too, because I don't know a lot of stuff, and I actually, uh, I've been learning a lot lately mm -hmm. from them. And also, you educate your clients. Mm -hmm. So... I, I, I think this is, like you said, an amazing industry. I actually, when I graduated from San Diego State, I said, I don't want to deal with insurance. I'm going to work in, you know, in the government, Homeland Security. No, yeah. I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave. And I'm actually very grateful because this is a good industry. Like you said. It, is, it is. It is. a really. And I actually, you know, so we've talked to a, a good number of individuals now, right, via this podcast. And I feel like from every person, we've learned so much. But the one thing that really stands out is as much as this is kind of like a, a male-dominated industry, it's so fantastic for women, like, mm -hmm. it's such a fantastic industry for women. You can really just, you know, rely, you know, the stereotype is like, oh, women don't want to help women. I mean, that's BS. Look at no. us. We just met. We're like, hey, let's do something incredible, right? Together. Yeah. Um, we yes. have so many female friends in the industry that really, um, there isn't like a level of competition. And, and I think if there is any competition, it's about friendly competition. Like, oh shit, you are next level. I want to be like you. I want to yeah. learn from you and keep going from there, right? And I think that's one thing that um, all of the women that we've talked to so far on the show have really, mm -hmm. really made stand out that women will help women if you just ask. Also. Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. I actually have the fortune of having really, really good uh, women that mentor me. And that thanks to them, I'm actually where I am because mm -hmm. uh, from the beginning, I have people, the, 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 the first girl that told me, you should, you should do your your test i mean hello why are you making money like a fire clear when yeah. you have to write the policies also yeah. almost mm -hmm. so uh even today i have i have the the privilege of working side to side with amazing amazing women so smart so so beautiful yeah. and sexy yeah just like <laughs> an ass kicker <laughs> oh my god yes i love that i love that yeah, and um, and that's partly why we started talking insurance to me. I think there was yes. a little bit of selfishness in there because we were like, "Don't you want to talk to all these amazing people?" And that's it, you, you know, know what? Yeah, you just got me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't notice it, but I guess we really I it was too obvious. <laughs> yeah, we really just wanted to have an excuse to talk to all of these incredible individuals that are like have made and continue making a difference. And we can't wait to continue. I think it's just so important to highlight their experiences. And yes, we, we have focus on people of color because we think it's important to shine the light on that and, and show younger people, especially like you can mm -hmm. do this. You can yeah. make a career for yourself. And I think um, it's really just setting the examples, right? Because I know when I was growing up, most of the media was nobody looked like me. So mm -hmm. I was like, do I have to dye my hair another color and wear contacts and just look like somebody else whereas like I hope that when people watch or listen to our show they realize that people like them have made it continue making it and they will help if you know the individual wants to get into the industry definitely definitely and for me actually talking insurance to me is 
super, um, it's a way of basically sharing knowledge. And like you said, meeting these amazing people. And I think for me, the main, I mean, other than, you know, meeting with these amazing people, the other reason uh, behind it is, again, highlight these people because I was tired. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I just hated those quick uh, getting rich scams and go, okay, five tips to, you know, Seven be the best, whatever. To... <laughs> Seven steps to, yeah. you know, getting a million dollars by tomorrow, doing nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not even true. All the people I know that, um, you know, it's successful in this, in this in industry has worked so hard and they are successful because they deserve to be successful. And that's exactly what I want to show. I don't want to show the scams. I want to show the real people. And like you said, this industry now, it's very inclusive. It's very, um, it's actually, I, I see a lot of variety mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. different areas, but still we are moving. And, and, and I think it is important to highlight that, that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's a, again, it's a very good industry. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, so we wanted to share one thing about ourselves that nobody else knew, including our husbands, right? And it was so hard to think of something, and I still don't think I I know. I'll share like a fear of mine, okay. two fears. Okay. I do not like to go fast. I don't like it. Maybe that's why I'm all zen. Also, I don't like to. I don't even. I mean, I love running fast. Like I love running, mm -hmm. but then after a while, I'm like, I'm going too fast. What if I fall? <laughs> I don't like being snowboarding, going on motorcycles or jet skis because I don't like being in fast cars. I just, I, the speed just terrifies me. I think it's like, I don't know. I just imagine the worst thing happening. It's crazy. And then also okay. I am terrified of butterflies. You might know that. Oh my God. Yeah. You told me and I still cannot believe it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it girl, you're confused. What are yeah. you talking about? I know. I, I, <laughs> I don't mind snakes. I don't, I, I mean, I don't mind spiders. I will, I take spiders out of my house so I don't kill them. I don't want them all over me, obviously, but I'm not scared of them. But if a butterfly landed on me, I would pass out. I would like, just thinking about it, I got cold, like sweaty hands. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. Uh, Those are two things not a lot of people know about me. <laughs> yeah, I just learned that and I still think it's super, super, super weird. weird. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, I have never, I don't, I mean, I have never thought about that question either before. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things that I don't think a lot of people know about me is, or my husband, for that matter, is that I really have a very weird perception of money and that's my mom's fault. And I'm going to tell you why. Tell us why. When, <laughs> and when I was, uh, when I was like five or six, there was a little store, candy store in the corner of where I live, like very close. I, so I just can like walk probably like, no, actually it was like six, seven. Anyway, my mom used to pay the guy every every you know quincena como like we said in mexico every 15 days or every paycheck like she gave her like 50 20 bucks or whatever so i walked to the candy store and i just asked for whatever i wanted you know i was like okay oh, i want a candy like a running I want tab this. right yes exactly thank you and then I started inviting my cousins and then my cousins started inviting their friends. And then my mom had to put a stop on it. And I yeah. couldn't believe why the guy was becoming so mean. You're like, wait a minute. I used to get free things all the time. What happened? 
So now one of my biggest fear, my biggest fear is to basically open my bank account and, and, and see, I, I don't know what to do with that. It's so abstract for me. And it's so funny because my husband explains stuff to me like I'm a freaking child. And it's not that I don't know. Okay, first much. of all, your husband's a math professor. So <laughs> I know well, that too. He explains that, that, things I, like that to everyone, okay? So it doesn't count. <laughs> well, I actually told him that, that he's the only reason. That, that's the only reason I'm still married to him but for my own yeah, survival. Like, because I, I need you for the numbers. You're my, cal- my human calculator. Yes. So, yeah, I don't think he knows that. You know what? I have never shared that. I start thinking about that maybe because of those uh, desayuno with a cup of insurance. You know, Sandra is always telling us, you know, your relationship with money depends on, you know, your experience, your self-esteem and all right, that stuff. And I'm right. like, my relationship with money is because, you know, for many, many years, I thought it was just magic, just appearing in the form of candy. <laughs> Wait, but when you say you don't want to look at, you don't look at your bank account because you don't like it's weird to see that there's money there like it just seems no I just I'm just very awful you know administrating myself I feel like if I don't look at the bills basically they are going to disappear which Sandra told me that is actually very common it is yeah but I I think I actually take it to the stream yeah my husband actually my me and my husband had in huge arguments yeah about paying our credit card because Mm -hmm. I you're like out of sight out of mind out of sight out of mind (laughs) But see, that's really, thank you for sharing that. I feel like that's something that um, I think a lot of people will resonate with. Um, Okay, good. I mean, yeah, I I had to learn how to handle money. And sometimes I'm like, am I doing right? But I really started relying on like CPAs and and just learning, right? However I could. Um, And it's so important, but it's, it's a really big fear and a really big barrier for a lot of people. So Yep. Yeah. And I, and I think um, as these episodes carry on, we will do focus, you know, finances, insurance, it's all interrelated. So it is, we'll have experts on here to, you know, tell us, I mean, Sandra already touched upon it in one of the other episodes. I learned so much from that one. So if you guys haven't watched it, Sandra Salcido was on one of our episodes. We'll put the show, um, the link in the show notes so you can check it out. Um, That was just a little glimpse of, you know, the kind of uh, knowledge that she can drop on you. So we yep. definitely need to bring her back so she can really explain what you should do every day <laughs> to make sure your bank account is healthy. So, yes. um, but that's, that's really, thanks for sharing that. I really think, uh, as I said, it'll resonate with a lot. So in the same line, uh, what is the best advice that you have ever received? Um, my dad has always told me always, always, always you have nothing to lose and everything to gain you know so that's just something that um and then that was from my dad two pieces like my mom and dad are like full of wisdom but that from my dad and my from my mom was just always like make sure that you as a female individually independently have your own finances Mm -hmm. so that you never have to rely on a man um, because she was like a single mother raising two kids you know so that has always been ingrained in me it's like just be financially independent. Mm -hmm. So with those two things, sometimes I have a lot of my dad where I risk a lot because I'm like, I have nothing to lose, you know, but (laughs) then my mom's like, make sure finances are okay. So you're independent, you know? So I think those are the two most important, uh, like combined as one, take risks, but have an exit strategy. That's what would be the best advice I've ever received. Like it. 
like it. Yeah. Love it. How about yourself? I think the best advice I ever received was, um, you know, like I mentioned, I came to this um, country not knowing English. I work very hard. I always think that, you know, working hard, you will get this. And then I see other people that apparently, you know, they can just make things happen. Mm-hmm. Even though I make a lot of, did a lot of uh, work on a lot on something, I still was not able to attain it. And, and I thought that was very unfair. And for a little bit, for a long time, kind of like put me down a little bit. So one time mm-hmm. I met this person and then she said to me, something that it was kind of hard at the beginning but now i i that day really just it really you know basically uh land on me that you know i needed to stop um going into that path of thinking that only hard work is gonna make you uh you know attain success she said itself stop complaining uh, she said it in Spanish, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it in, 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 in Spanish first, and then I'm gonna say it in English. She said, "Itzel, deja de, deja de quejarte. La vida no te debe nada, mm-hmm. y del cielo no te va a caer más que una paja, una caca de pájaro." In English, that is, life doesn't owe you anything. So stop yeah. complaining. And from the, from the sky, nothing is going to land on you other than a bird's shit. Yeah. Which in it, some cultures, it's good luck, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, okay. not, not in mine. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's like, for me, it was like, it's not like there's something inherently wrong with me. And that's mm-hmm. why I cannot do this or I cannot get this. And it was so such a relief to know it was not, it wasn't again, something that right. I was doing wrong. So right. it, it was nice, uh, you know, starting from there, I start thinking um, like what, what you said, the life is what you make out of it. So mm-hmm. that really changed my life. Yeah, I think it's important. We have to realize that we're not the center of the universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no one cares about what we're doing or thinking. You know, yes. we're the only ones that think that everyone else is thinking about us when they're oh, not. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Shocking. Duh. I know. Really? But I think it really just takes a couple of um, being on this planet a couple of years for you to fully realize that. Yeah. yeah. And also taught me that, you know, the only obstacle between me and my success, uh, success was myself mm-hmm. or having this mm-hmm. uh, poor mindset. So mm-hmm. it was it true. Was nice yeah well that is awesome I'm so glad we were able to share this and I'm really glad that we were able to do this special episode I hope that um you know it gives our audience listening or watching a little glimpse as to into who we are as individuals and as a pair uh we will be coming out with more episodes um this month next month and all the months after that so thanks again for listening and for watching and And, cheers and cheers hey we'll talk to you later (laughs) bye thank you so much for tuning in if you want to learn more you can find us on facebook and instagram as at talking insurance to me let us know if you have a topic that you'd like to hear about i'm itself i'm vera we'll We'll see see you next time. time